0: Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Our top story as we start the show, the last day for masking is being moved up in Oregon. KXL's Jim Ferretti starts our team coverage. The date is now March 11th, a week sooner than was just announced last week. This is for indoor places and K-12 schools. This decision shifts masking decisions to the local level beginning on March 12th and provides a cdc framework to help guide local decision making on their own mask decisions in other words it will now be up to local leaders education department director colt gill says schools will need time to prepare and there will be more information on what schools can do this coming wednesday we have significant uh, availability of testing in our schools to help support Uh, classrooms where there there may be uh, an exposure of COVID-19 to other students. Along with several other tools, he says, that we did not have even at the beginning of this school year. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. And it turns out that Washington is in lockstep with Oregon announcing today their, their indoor mask mandate will also be ending on March 11th. KXL's Nick Miller continues our team coverage. Washington Governor Jay Inslee says this includes schools and that the new phase of the virus is focused on empowering people to protect themselves. Uh, we can do this because we are uh, significantly declining the activity of the virus in our state. But he says more announcements are on the way. That's going to be a plan that will assure that we have adequate uh, availability of vaccination. If another variant comes back, that we have adequate PPE, if another variant comes back, Inslee says those plans should be announced later this week or early next week. A press release this morning says masks will still be required in some places like health care settings and that the state's Department of Health will have new guidance for schools to help them prepare for the upcoming changes. Nick Miller, FM News 101. And now 405 on FM News 101 KXL. A local community is coming together trying to help Ukrainians. KXL's Zanette Newell has that story. The devastation in Ukraine and especially its impact on the very young, are top of mind for Pastor Ilya Globak. We would like to support all of the children who became orphans. Therefore, we need finances for this. Using the power of the pulpit to raise money with a vigil at Ukrainian Bible Church in Fairview. Thousands of miles away from Ukraine, where many of this Oregon Church's members trace their families. I would like to see everyone who is caring for our Ukraine today. <laughs> You can find out more on our website, kxl.com. Annette Newell, FM News 101. Police say two more people were shot and killed over the weekend in Portland, taking us to 19 homicides in the city since the beginning of the year. Neither of the men killed have been identified yet. Police report over 230 cases of gunshots being fired in the city this year. And, of course, we've had also 60 people injured as well, or better than 60 people. A man, too, is dead after being hit by a car in southeast Portland. It happened on Friday night. The driver took off after crashing into 41-year-old Cedar Markley Tower on Southeast Foster Road east of 111th Avenue. He is the 12th person to die this year in a traffic wreck inside the city. Police have not described a, the vehicle that hit him in this case. Of course, final day of February, yet the heavy rains and winds have shut down the three ski resorts on Mount Hood for the entire day. KXL's Brett Recamp reports, there is a lot on the line up there this week. The top high school ski racers in the state are doing battle, so Dave Tragathon with Mount Hood Meadows is counting on conditions improving. This is also a big week up at Mount Hood Meadows. Oregon High School Ski Racing is having their championships this week. So we're looking forward to getting back up in the mountain, grooming our runs, getting everybody ready to go for state. Dave says even though some of the moisture falling on the mountain is rain and not snow, the precip is good and the mid-mountain base remains over 100 inches, which should mean they'll be skiing all the way up until perhaps May. This so-called Pineapple Express with heavy rains and warmer temps is making for dangerous avalanche conditions to the north of us in the Cascade Range throughout Washington and British Columbia. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News. It's 410 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, a symbolic gesture in support of Ukraine. People all over the U.S. pouring out Russian vodka. Only thing is... There's not a lot of Russian vodka on our shelves, so what is it that we're pouring out and then it clearly appears to us just anecdotally as of a piece of their desire to continue to move on uh, on the capital we're going to be talking about escalation in russia's war with ukraine it's part of the five things you need to know today coming up at four nineteen. Stay connected to Portland's afternoon news here on Fm news 101 KXL. We've got all the news you need here on Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance on FM News 101 KXL. Thanks for being here. Hey, uh, Jeff, have you heard this uh, about the, this news about the um, governors in Texas, Ohio, and New Hampshire in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine ordering that state retailers pull off of their shelves all of the Russian vodka that they have. I have heard that. Yeah, and this is not the only example. That happened over the weekend. That's not the only example of Uh Americans using vodka as a way to show their anger over what Russia is doing right now. KTVZ reports that the owner of Pine Tavern in Bend, Bill McCormick, poured out all the vodka he had in stock. I'm so concerned about it metastasizing into other countries. And should they go into a NATO country, we and other NATO nations are obligated to jump in and defend them, which could be a major war between two nuclear powers. Unfortunately, the the data from the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States shows that just over 1% of U.S. vodka imports come Uh from Russia. Is that right? Yeah. So what people are pouring out right now, in most cases, is not Russian vodka. (laughs) It's not the vodka's fault. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess if you could put it that way. I mean, some of the, like McCormick, the stuff he was pouring out in the video, you could see it was uh, Stoli vodka. That originates in uh, Latvia. That's where it's manufactured. Oh, they're just pouring money out. And Latvia is a member of NATO, too. It is time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Mayton Real Estate. Luxury service and exceptional results. Mayton Real Estate. Number five. TikTok rolling out a longer video length limit for users, and that starts today. Creators on the app will soon be able to upload videos as long as 10 minutes. The previous limit allowed users to upload videos only up to three minutes in length. Number four. The investigation into the Capitol riot. It still has a ways to go, according to some. Washington, D.C.'s top federal prosecutor telling the Washington Post there's no end in sight for the investigation of last year's attack on the Capitol. It is the biggest probe in the history of the U.S. Justice Department. Number three. President Biden is getting set to deliver his State of the Union address. That'll be tomorrow night. You can hear it here on KXL starting at 6. The crisis in Ukraine will get top billing as Russian forces continue their invasion. Mr. Biden confronting weak public approval ratings right now. He's going to attempt to reset his presidency during that primetime address. Number two. A celebrity chef, meantime, cooking for Ukrainian refugees at the Poland-Ukraine border. The Founder of the World Central Kitchen, Jose Andres, says Polish citizens are making sure Ukrainians seeking refuge are fed and get the supplies they need when they cross the border. And now, number one. The U.S. will continue to find ways to help Ukraine defend itself despite Russian threats. The Pentagon today saying the risk of escalation continues to be on the shoulders of Russian President Putin. You want to talk about escalation? Let's talk about escalation. Mr. Putin is the one escalating this and continues to do so. Satellite images on Sunday showed a Russian convoy approaching Kiev, but the Pentagon assessed that they are still outside the city's center at this point. And those are the five things you need to know today.